Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. The book of Romans in chapter 12 tells us to be honest in the evaluation of ourselves, measuring ourselves by the faith that God has given to us. Now, if you've listened to any of my previous beacons, you will know that this is a reference verse that I use a lot. But this is because it is something that I have to constantly remind myself of over and over again for my own well-being. What am I doing and why am I doing what I do? Am I acting in line with God's will for my life or am I convincing myself that the things that I busy myself with, well, they just must be God's will, mustn't they? My name is Andy and I have the privilege of holding the pastoral role here at the Coach House Church. And one of my key objectives is to make sure that I am in a position to be able to respond to people, not just with my time, but also with the correct interventions and encouragements. To do this, I have to be able to make sure that my spiritual health is all that it can be. Otherwise, my wisdom is likely to come from myself rather than the required words and actions of the Holy Spirit acting through me. Now, I know that God is quite capable of doing stuff without me. You see, God doesn't sit around waiting for me just to do things, to tick a box. He's quite capable of doing everything without me at all. But then, this is rather the point of this short encouragement. Because the truth of the matter is that God wants to use me. He doesn't need me, but he does want to use me. And for that matter, he wants to use you as well. Now, I want to talk about church for a second. And church is a wonderful concept when we think about it. Now, before we go off on our gripes and our grumbles about what we like and don't like about the churches we see it, all the hurts or the joys that we've experienced in the churches we attend, or even the church we don't attend because of what we see it and associate it with, I'm talking about God's concept of church, not what we've made it. You see, God's view of church has always been the same. In fact, it's best described as a body of believers in which case, the church isn't something that was created during the time of the book of Acts, where we find the descriptive word ecclesia, from which we form the word church. Yes, ecclesia means a body of believers, or those who are gathered together out of something else. But then this would also be true of Old Testament believers, whose faith in God was at such a level that, for instance, men of faith would leave their families and homeland and set off on a journey which they did not know the end of, in the case of Abraham, or spend 100 years building a boat, facing the ridicule of all the townsfolk around, in the case of Noah. They proved themselves faithful to God and obedient to levels that we would be hard-pressed to attain. And they did it without the saving grace and knowledge of Jesus. You see, God chose to set people apart, even in the Old Testament. The Israelites are known as God's chosen people, in order that others would see and be drawn to their creator. 
God created all of mankind, but he chose his people to reflect his character and to shine like beacons in a fallen, sinful world. This, above all else, should tell you that God seeks those who have a heart to seek him. Now, fast forward a few thousand years, and the church today has the same responsibility. It is what it's always been. But the biggest difference for us is that we can see how God provided Jesus to be everything that we are not. And in accepting the sacrifice of Jesus on our behalf, we are welcomed into God's church, this great body of believers. So why is church so beneficial to us? Well, for one, we have the benefit of seeing that the people who make up God's church are a right mixed bag. Take a look around at the people you know. We are a right bunch. But we all have some things in common. None of us got in here by our own merit. See, this acts as a deflator for big egos, a leveller for the articulate orator, and a leg up for the most humble. Have a read of Matthew 5 and Jesus' words to his followers on the, on the Mount of Olives. It's known sometimes as the Beatitudes, which beautifully becomes be attitudes the attitudes that we should have but often do not now if all church folk had these attitudes there wouldn't be much to complain about would there and the beauty of god's concept would be there for all to see sadly we can get so caught up in doing the stuff that we think makes church work that we fail to see that we can be guilty of alienating people rather than encouraging them now, being honest with ourselves and evaluating ourselves, as we are urged to do in Romans, will show us that we cannot put ourselves or elevate ourselves beyond what we really are. You see, sin doesn't have levels and divisions of badness. Sin is anything which is disobedient to God. Therefore, Scripture is correct when it tells us that all have sinned and fallen short of God's standard. It is what it is. And we are all guilty. Except that inclusion in God's church means that we have said sorry. And that we've been welcomed in because of the provision that God made in Jesus. Our acceptance of Jesus' death and resurrection means that we are covered. We can't meet the standard. But Jesus did. And we are therefore, the Bible tells us, hidden in him. Now this week I've been listening to the UCCF broadcasts. They would have had their forum this week, but instead it's been online, so we've been able to benefit from the teaching that otherwise wouldn't be available to us. And it's been refreshing to see the care and the love that the UCCF leadership team have for their workers. The theme this week has been how to look after each other and in, in uncertain times. And for the universities, the universities of this country, it is certainly uncertain times. But one of the descriptions of how God chooses to use us struck a chord with me. We know that God doesn't need us to accomplish his purposes, but we also have to accept that he chooses to use us. Now this may seem hard to grasp, but this illustration hopefully will give a clear understanding of how it works. It's like a parent 
baking a cake. But they allow their child to help them with the baking. Now they know what they're doing, they don't need the child's help, but they want to encourage the child to, even though they know it will take a whole lot longer, will be a whole lot messier, because the satisfaction of seeing that child grow in experience and be part of the process is worth it. Now, do you see how things work for us? Yes, by involving us in God's work and processes, it may be messier and involve more time. But the end result is far more satisfactory. You see, we're involved in kingdom life. That means we bring something of God's kingdom of the future into the present now. It's a shadow of what is to come and a taste of what God has in store for his creation. And the church is the chosen vehicle for that to happen. The concept of involvement and fellowship does us good. The concept of church is a good thing. And when it fails, it's usually because we are failing in it. Failing to do the right things and probably being guilty of doing too much of what we think needs doing. Now God accepts all of these risks with us. He knows what he's doing with us. And in all probability, it takes longer to get where we should be because we keep constantly wandering off the script. Now, as a leader, I sometimes feel that I need to be seen as resilient and strong, especially in the times that we find ourselves in now. And I can be guilty of thinking that I need to be strong for people, that I can carry them because I am being resilient. Well, actually, God uses me in my weakness. And it is to him that I have to point in order to not let my failings be your failings. God does the carrying, not me. So let's resolve to get closer to God, to pray more, to read more, and live more for him. He wants to use you. He chooses to use you. And when we allow this to happen, no matter how messy it gets, church is a great place to be. And it truly becomes a refuge, a place of safety and welcome, and a place where the glory of God is evident. Let's be good church, because God wants to use you, and he wants to use me. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.